Welcome to Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. Yeah, that's Brent McIntosh from the McIntosh Group at Remax River City, and he joins us today. How you doing, Brent? I'm fantastic. How are you, Brent? Very good, thank you. Wow, we've had some great topics over the last few weeks. What do we got today, and who do we have today? Well, another guest panelist with us today. Uh, I focus in on residential real estate, so when we've got a client looking for commercial real estate, I want somebody that is excellent in that field. And so joining us today is one of my referring partners. His name's Ryan Brown from NAI Commercial Real Estate here in Edmonton. Ryan, how are you? Hey, Ryan. Good. Thanks for having me today. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's talk about uh, how was your year? 2020 was a pretty crazy year. Um, In a nutshell, how was yours? A crazy year is a bit of an understatement. It uh, It was a turbulent year overall, but fairly good. Uh, it was challenging to hear and digest the emotions and frustrations a lot of business owners had, but ultimately it was very rewarding when we were able to, to assist and help them where they needed. Um, definitely looking forward to 2021, though. Uh, new year, new leaf. And, and maybe something a little bit more easily to predict now that we've been in these conditions for a while. So I imagine it won't be as topsy-turvy. Hopefully, hopefully. Time will tell. And I guess we'll change the topic really quickly here. On a personal note, you got married. I did. Also, very okay. interesting thing to do during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, congratulations on that. Probably not the wedding that you had first anticipated in having. Definitely not. Definitely not. We had to call a few audibles on that front as well. Well, so congratulations. And Thank and you so much. You, you might actually look back on 2020 as, as a fond year. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, let's break it down into categories because commercial real estate, um, has maybe even more categories than residential. So let's talk about the different categories of commercial real estate. And we'll also talk about the sectors of the city because it can really vary from downtown to NISCU depending on what we're talking about. So, uh, we'll start with office space and, and maybe we'll start in downtown Edmonton for office space. Maybe you can tell us a little bit uh, about the vacancy rate, the price per square foot, and what might happen in 2021. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, downtown Edmonton's uh, going to continue to face some long-term downward pressure. Uh, starting in around t- 2017, there was a lot of new supply that was hitting the market, primarily with the ice district coming up. Uh, that added roughly 1.8 million square feet of construction to uh to that category that we haven't really seen since the 80s um, with that level of building downtown. That triggered a pretty large flight to quality where you saw a lot of the um, national, international uh, law firms, accounting firms, engineering firms move to the new shiny object, uh, jumping into you know newer and better amenities. And it created a big issue for the older office buildings downtown. So um, people have had to be very creative. Uh, we've seen some demoed altogether. Uh, and we've seen some that are undergoing conversions to be residential towers. Um, downtown overall, if tenants didn't have to make a decision, uh, they really tried to push it off going month to month or doing short-term renewals. Just trying to you know, play in the market right now with so much uncertainty has been challenging for them. So um, the vacancy rate downtown is hovering around 11%. Um, you'll hear higher numbers depending on what you read between uh, vacancy versus availability. Availability would include all the sublease space in the market as well. But pure vacancy where there's nobody in it's around that 11% right now. And, and what's the price per square foot? I mean, I, I obviously that, that uh, varies drastically depending on the size of it. But on average, 
what would it be for downtown Edmonton? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, new, the new, new buildings, uh, uh, net rental rates will be in the mid to high thirties a square foot. Um, older buildings, call it B and C class buildings. You'd be anywhere from the low twenties per square foot to the mid twenties per square foot. So fairly wide range between old and new. Um, and do you see a big change coming in 2021 for either of the vacancy rate or, or the price per square foot? It's probably going to get worse. How much worse? I guess the jury's out uh, uh, still at this time. Uh, rental rates have held pretty stable across all the asset classes through through the downturn. So at some point, p- landlords are, are going to have to you know move to market a little bit and then come down in their rates. Otherwise, we will see vacancy continue to climb. So let's move out of downtown a little bit. If we go to South or West Edmonton, I'm assuming, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that it becomes a little cheaper per square foot. Would that be correct? Totally. Yeah. I mean, rates, uh, when you leave the downtown core, uh, for new product, you're probably going to be in the, in the mid to high twenties a square foot. Uh, for older stuff, you can get as low as the low teens. Uh, so a much wider range as you jump to, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, vintage office buildings, all, you know, a single story or two story walk up. Um, so it's certainly uh, lower than when you leave the core. And then is their vacancy rate going to be similar to downtown? It's lower. Uh, suburban markets have fared slightly better than downtown for whatever reason. There hasn't been uh, the same amount of, of new construction uh, in the suburban markets as there has been downtown. Uh, there's also, uh, there was a big push to people shifting downtown with all the new construction. And now you can, I think this year really uh, showed people um, do I need to be downtown? Pay those high rates. Right. I mean, you you have additional parking costs. You have time costs. I mean, inevitably, it just takes longer coming and going from the downtown core than it does, say, from south or west Edmonton. And then how about in the burbs, if we look into St. Albert or Sherwood Park? Big difference there? Uh, very similar. I, I mean, uh, it's it, when you're moving on to like 50th street and 34th street for office in, in Edmonton, you know, jumping into Shore park, not a, not a big difference in, in, in rates or, uh, or vacancy. I don't want to jump too much ahead, but I had to drive out to the international airport the other day. I'm taking a look at NISCU and it made me wonder what's it like, what, how's it, how's it working out here now? What's the, what's your take on what's going on there in Leduc County? NISCU Leduc have been through a very rough, uh, five years. It's it, it you know it all started in 2015 and it kept being you know well hopefully next year's better hopefully next year's better and then we got really a double whammy this year with the oil price war and and the pandemic kind of really doubling down. So it, it's it's vacancy has hasn't gone as bad as as most people would think out there, um, but it, it, it it's not great. I mean, you drive down the streets in, in this view and there's a lot of for sale for lease signs. There's a lot of empty parking lots, uh, but it's always been a very heavy swinging pendulum out there. When it's good, it's very hard to find good space. Uh, when it's bad, there's a lot of options out there. So um, sentiments improved quite a bit uh, through the course of the year. Um, vacancies around 6.8%, uh, which is reasonable. Uh, to yeah. compare, uh, in 2015, it was 16%. So it was it was wow. quite a bit higher in 2015. So not as bad. And, and vac- you know, in NISCU, that's not the only industrial area we do have here in, in Edmonton. We've got industrial areas in the West End and, and East Side towards Stewart Park. Uh, how are they faring? Relatively stable. Uh, industrial as an asset class overall uh, wasn't hit nearly as hard as, as office or, uh, or retail. 
Um, okay. The vacancy rates in South and West Edmonton will be around 6.4%. Um, big trend this year, I would say, would be uh, companies looking to right-size their operations. Um, really utilize their space as, as efficiently as possible. You had companies that had, you know, two, three, four locations consolidate into one and just be, be really efficient and try and streamline their operations. Um, a big trend that, that, that was kind of negative for the city uh, in the south and the west was a lot of companies, uh, large groups leaving the city altogether. Uh, our property tax base in the city of Edmonton is quite a bit higher than the surrounding municipalities. So Leduc County, Strathcona County, Parkland County have all very much benefited from this. And that's uh, when you drive out to even just the airport, you see the massive new Amazon facility on the side of the road. That's by design. They they looked at the costs and located literally right on the edge of the city or right, right. on the in in uh, Leduc County uh, to okay. take advantage of that property tax uh, savings. Hey, can I ask, mm-hmm. how big is that space? Because as I'm driving <laughs> by, I'm thinking, it's a monster. It is a monster. Do you have any idea? It's a million square feet. Wow. So it is is by far one of the largest industrial uh, freestanding buildings in the city of Edmonton. And they they did took another 100,000 plus square feet right up the road on the other side of Highway 2, closer to the airport as well. You'll see a big blue smile on the side of the building as you're driving south. Wow. Um, I'm going to assume that the hardest hit portion of the commercial market because of COVID-19 is, is going to be the retail market. Um, and, and maybe you don't know exactly how hard it's going to be hit yet, but uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you've seen in the retail market here in Edmonton? It definitely has been the hardest hit. Um, unlike office and industrial, uh, to a degree, retailers can't really work from home too easily. You can't you know, have a showroom and have people come in and buy clothes or or, or ha- from a salon perspective, you know, you're not really cutting hair in your or doing nails in your house. Um, so, so it's been very tough on them. They've had to really try and reinvent this year with a lot going online, restaurants jumping into, you know, delivery, just tr- trying to be creative to survive. Um, and, and so have we seen lease rates drop in the retail marketplace? They have come down. Uh, I, I would say they've come down, you know, call it 10, 15%. Um, vacancy's gone up. Uh, we started yeah. the year around 4%. We'll probably end the year somewhere around 5, 5.5%, uh, which from a percentage increase basis is, is the highest out of uh, industrial office retail. So um, it is very notable that retail's taking it on the chin the most. Uh, positively, though, uh, there was an article that came out uh uh, January 2nd, where the city of Edmonton published some stats on how many new business licenses they processed from March to November. There's 4,000 new business licenses that they processed in what would be kind of the eye of the storm of the pandemic, which is a fair bit. Um, yeah. Now, that's not all necessarily just retail locate, retail businesses or, uh, or new businesses. But, you know, the, the article did uh, highlight that it was a number of new cafes and coffee shops and everything that, that are choosing to open right now, which is good. People are resilient. Interesting. Very, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. That's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, my favorite part of, of commercial uh, real estate would be the multifamily section. Uh, let, let's talk about that a little bit, uh, about apartment buildings uh, and the sales of those. Uh, is there an area of the city that you've seen more? sales in the multifamily district? 
Uh, not necessarily an area that there's been more sales. I mean, a, a, a favorite is probably, you know, it, it has been in the core in the university area. Uh, yeah. But these areas typically have always done, you know, reasonably well. Multifamily is a very relatable asset class. So it, it has been a heavy favorite of, of the general masses for, for many years. Um, I just pulled a stat before getting on the call with you guys here. And, and uh, sales are up this year, uh, 60% year over year. Um, wow. That's largely due to a couple very big portfolio sales that, that have occurred. Um, so it, it skews it up a little bit by, you know, these large institutional buyers and sellers that have been moving products. But it, it's, a, it's been a very busy asset class. And is the price per door going up? The price per door has stayed flat from what, uh, what, what I can see. The, uh, the cap rates have, have trended downwards. Mm -hmm. um, right now, the, the, these portfolio sales have been largely newer developments. Um, so you'd see a much higher price per, per door than you know, the 80s and 90s uh, vintage product. Uh, I don't want to dumb it down a little bit here, but what is the price per door, please? <laughs> just kind of uh, price, curious price per door would would be so let's say you have a 20 unit apartment building that sells for okay. uh, two million dollars uh, you would divide by you know two million dollars by by 20 doors Duh. and that would be your price per door <laughs> <laughs> makes sense now okay so, thank thank you Rin. yeah there's uh, some of my insider talk that i forgot about. <laughs> thank you yeah, um, it, it, yeah very fair question <laughs> Yeah, and and that's how most of the multifamily uh, investors will talk about what they paid per door, typically depending on on or or the other favorite question at the cocktail parties is how many doors do you own? Will be another mm -hmm. question that they will say, and and oh three hundred, oh he's got over three hundred doors. Uh, th those are the kinds of things that they'll say. Yeah, um, let's talk about where you think the market is going to go, Ryan, and and for some of our wealthier investors. Where would you recommend they invest their money in, in the commercial Edmonton market right now? Uh, well, we, we always say, you know, invest where your comfort lies. I mean, it, it's tough to try and drive somebody into an asset class that they're totally unfamiliar with. Um, I'm quite partial to industrial. Uh, it, to me, it's, it's, it's a segment of the market that's going to be very positive for, for years to come. There's been a, been a trend of retailers going more warehousing and e-commerce than uh, taking up large footprints in uh, in strip centers and stuff like that. So that that's an area that I think a lot of people will continue to take take a look at. Uh, Multi-tenant facilities are always popular. Spreads risk between a number of tenants instead of having just one large tenant. Uh, but there's also a lot of lot more management intensive. So it really depends what the objectives and uh, the experience of the investor are. I'm going to throw this out because I've talked to a fair amount of business people already here. And at the taping, this is the middle of January, seems to be a lot of optimism. Is that because we're coming off such a horrible year that everybody wants to look forward to the upcoming year? Or is there really a genuine feeling of uh, of positivity out there? And I can leave that open to both of you guys. You want to start with Ryan? Uh, yeah, I, sure. Yeah, okay. I, I would say positivity is, is in the shadows right now. I mean, I think it's coming. Uh, people can see the light at the end of the tunnel now, hopefully. Uh, where at the start of all this, it, it was very lark, long, dark, uncertain uh, area that we were jumping into. So there's always been a lot of money on the sidelines looking for looking for the right deal. With interest rates as low as they are, um, it's a good time to get into the market. And I, I think when people start to see some level of certainty re-enter the market with vaccine or whatever that may, whatever it may be, 
uh, it'll be very positive and, and, and you'll see a lot, lot of things moving in the right direction. Yeah, I, I would, I mean, obviously my specialty is residential sales and, um, it, I don't think it's just wishful thinking. Um, one of the, the advantages that we've seen in the residential market and, and Ryan, tell me if this is different for the commercial market, but we've actually seen a lot less properties for sale than the previous five years. And the amount of properties that have sold has been about the same. So your, your chance of purchasing or excuse me, your chance of selling a property has become a lot better and a lot more homes are selling percentage wise. The sales to list ratio has drastically improved in, in the residential market. How about the commercial market? Uh, you know, we, we saw a lot of product hit the market and, and it sat for a little while. So it, it was a very roller coaster year where there was a lot of stuff hitting the market in call it March to June and then uh, a lot of transactions in September to November. So it kind of balanced out where probably very similar that, you know, we didn't see a, a made, you know, a heavy uptick of new product because uh, it was kind of mirrored with sales on the back end, but it was just a, a longer process. Where do you see sales going in, in the next five years here in Edmonton? Where do you see the market going? Oh, I'm always pretty bullish on Edmonton. Uh, it's <laughs> going to be a bumpy ride, but uh, I think Edmonton will do, do well in the long term. It's, uh, it, everybody is, just has to you know, move out of this dark period of 2020 and be positive going into 2021 and pay less attention to uh, you know, mass media and news and, and deal more with uh, the real stats that are out there instead of you know, what the headlines are. Perfect. I thank you so much for joining us. How do people get a hold of you? I I have my cell phone glued to my hand, like I'm sure you do. I noticed that. <laughs> so you can always you can always catch me on my cell seven eight zero nine six four eight six two four or uh, email is always a great medium too. My email is rbrown at naiedmonton dot com. Pain thinner. We'll we'll get that phone off your hand like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> So don't worry about it. Hey, Ryan, thank you so much yeah. for your, your time. I really, really appreciate it. You, uh, uh, some interesting stuff there, especially I, I had no idea about that Amazon building. I knew it was big. I didn't know it was a, a million square feet. Yeah. Well, thank you guys very much for having me. It's, uh, this is awesome. Hey, Ryan, hang tight. Uh, Brent, let's wrap things up with, with how people can get a hold of you. Sure. It's easy to get a hold of me or any of our team members at 780-464-0075, or you can find us on the web at macintoshgroup.ca. We love the feedback, so keep it coming, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Bryn Griffiths. He's Brent McIntosh, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>